from Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, some 38 minutes ago. How's that for bringing the mood down, that light mood we had a yeah. moment ago? There you go. Sorry. That's the history guy's job. Wow. Sorry, everyone. Thanks, President Felix. Kennedy assassinated in Dallas 60 years ago today. And, of course, Walter Cronkite became indelibly linked with history when he broadcast the news on CBS. For radio listeners here in Seattle, a young Brian Johnson was on duty and on the air at Como when word was first spreading that something bad had happened in Texas and shared his memories a decade ago with our resident historian, Felix Bunnell, who's here to play us those cuts again. Yeah, yes, this is from 10 years ago. Brian worked for Como for 53 years. That's a long time. You, you could beat his record, Dave, I think. Um, Maybe not. He's an institution who interviewed everybody in politics and civic leadership for more than half a century and was a familiar face on Como TV for decades. <clears throat> but he got his start in radio, good old superior to television radio. Um, he was a little kid in London during the Blitz and immigrated here and grew up on Vashon Island. His first radio jobs were as a teenager at KAPA in Raymond over in southwest Washington and then sister station KLA in Centralia. He came to Como in 1959, and by November 22, 1963, he was the news director, a 27-year-old guy working the day shift in the old Como building at 4th and Denny, doing hourly newscasts on an otherwise typical Friday morning in Seattle. It must have been around 10.30 or so that the alarm went off, and there was a bell system at that time, three bells for an urgent, five bells for a bulletin, 15 bells for a flash. Those triggered alarms with a light inside the newsroom, so somebody would run in and check the wires and see what was happening. I love that analog age. These are all mechanical yeah. devices being triggered over the that phone was the, lines. The teletype had a bell in it. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very, I mean, it's amazing what they could accomplish before the digital age. So the first alarm goes off, maybe five bells, maybe 10. That's a little unclear. So Brian Johnson goes over to the United Press International, or UPI, teletype. It's like a robot typewriter spelling out the news one letter at a time on a big roll of paper. He gets the first dispatch from Dallas from famous correspondent Merriman Smith. And it said three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade today in downtown Dallas. At that point, I turned to Ed Evans, who was also in the newsroom, and said, I've got to get on the air. Bring me all of the wire copy from earlier about the arrival at Dallas, what was happening in Dallas, where the parade route was taking the motorcade. And I'll go on the air and ad lib. And I sat there for four minutes, not knowing whether the shots had hit the president, not knowing anything except three shots were fired at the motorcade. You know, and over on CBS TV, that first announcement for Walter Cronkite, not the one we heard, but that first one, was just Cronkite's voice over a slate, you know, a graphic that says Bulletin mm -hmm. CBS News. They went on the air to interrupt As the World Turns, and they did it so quickly, the old TV camera hadn't warmed up yet, warmed up yet so they just had to do a, just a slate. You know, he couldn't actually see Cronkite. So back in Seattle, as it was everywhere, the story was moving fast for Brian Johnson at Como Radio. I doubt if any other station in town was on the air at this point with the story because... I don't think anybody else had a newspaper wire. And nothing had crossed the radio wires because at this time nobody knew the president or Governor Connolly had been hit. It was about four minutes later that the flash came, 15 bells inside the newsroom, all the alarm lights going off. 
I love that phrase, cross the wire. You don't hear that phrase anywhere about the news crossing the wires coming across. I mean, that's just, it's just I mean, We great. still talk like that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> so, I mean, the assassination of JFK, it's such a monumental story, such a cultural and historical turning point. It's hard to imagine how what we're talking about at this point isn't history yet, as Brian Johnson is there in the old Como radio newsroom, taking in the raw information, processing it, and then sharing it with the audience. That's beyond my ability to fully appreciate. I didn't know what 15 bells could possibly mean. But somebody came in and told me the thing has gone flash. And then the flash was Kennedy seriously wounded, perhaps fatally. And I went on the air with this, you know, and my heart is in my throat at this point. I am a young guy, 27 years old. And I am there trying to ad lib that the president of the United States has been shot, perhaps fatally. And I had to ad lib for about another 30 or 45 seconds before finally ABC came on and I was off the air and we joined ABC. Yeah, they went to the network coverage. And later in the day, the national ABC network did include a report from Brian Johnson and some of his interview with Washington Governor Al Rosalini. But they got Brian's name wrong. Out in Washington state, an observation from our correspondent. Byron Johnson of ABC affiliate, KOMO, in Seattle. Governor Rosalini of the state of Washington has this reaction to today's tragic news of President Kennedy's assassination. What a tremendous shock uh, and uh, unbelief that something like this could happen in my country's such as ours. So, Dave, you've covered some breaking news on the air, some big stuff. Yeah. Any, anything close to this in your memory? 9-11? Well, I mean, well, of course, 9-11, yeah. yeah. But, um, no, I was I was 11, and what I remember from that day is that my sixth-grade teacher broke down in tears. Wow. Mm. And, you know, we you, you don't usually see that in the classroom, so we know that something pretty serious had happened. And then we went home, and it was just nonstop for three days. Uh, television, Walter Cronkite, just watching the... Uh, the coverage of this, yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't have any sense of how uh, huge an emergency it was. What the you know global consequences might be. What yeah. the historic consequences might yeah. be. Just that um, it was a rare event. It was a tragic event. I had I had no inkling of the conspiracy theories that it would yeah. spawn and which still propagate uh, today because you're you're just a kid. But yeah. yeah, my teacher in tears was something I won't forget. Yeah, and that that role, that whole like you know, where were you when it happened? Kind of thing. I mean, Brian Johnson probably has the best story of anybody I've ever met, right? Because he's he's there getting the news off the wire and then sharing it with the yeah. with the region, and that's um, that that's amazing how technology was able to do that. And the fact there's these national memories about Cronkite. I love that local radio is doing this kind of thing, and there is this sort of local people sharing the story locally and reacting. That's just that's that's what this is all about. I know I get too excited about that that role that radio plays in this kind of thing, but this is just like. Radio at its best, doing what it yeah. does best, sharing news faster than TV can share it, and more thoroughly probably than TV can share it, interrupting a soap opera with a slate that says, you know, bulletin on it. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it, it is amazing how the technology has changed. I mean, yeah. today we would have video within seconds, right? True. We also we, have to think about the implications of that instant access to, you know, how do you vet it that fast? Yeah. Where... I, yeah, I, I I don't know if the speed at which we get information these days is for the better or for the worse. Well, the one thing we didn't have then was a was a 
uh, what shall I say, a an official rumor mill. Right. Yeah. The the wires didn't churn out rumors. The That's wires right. churned out stuff only from reporters. Right. There was no way anybody could hack into the wires. Well, now we and, have social media, right, where we yeah. have the official information coming in, but then also people on the side who claim to have information. So, right. yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible how fast we can get on the radio and share information, yeah. but it's become more difficult to vet that information. But it's still just people with the microphones talking about what's yeah. going on. That's right. That it's hasn't changed a bit in six years, and I think that's awesome. hope that never changes. Felix Bunnell, all his features are at MyNorthwest.com.